Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, everyone. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at 7LambPodcasts. Seven Lamb Productions presents Atlas Avenue Beat Case 2 The Red Letter Pod 7 The Mad Bomber Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yawn. I turn to the side to see my alarm clock. 10.30. Great. Usually I woke up around 7 for work. But today was Friday. My day off. The start to my three-day weekend. Most of the time I'm excited about my three-day weekends. I'm one of the few at my precinct who gets them. But today I wasn't so happy. I was staying in a stupid rundown motel. My wife was a giant whorebag. I missed my kids. Timmy wasn't allowed to hang out with me anymore because his mom called me tomfoolery, whatever the hell that means. And the most important thing, I couldn't get a hold of Jimmy John. He didn't have a cell, so I had to call the office once again. What? Hey, where's Jimmy John? I don't know where Mr. J is. He hasn't been in the office in two days. I'm getting really fucking worried. Yeah, me too. Go find him, Tubby. Don't call me Tubby. Okay, fatso. Hey, stop that. You're fat. Hey. Go find Mr. J, lardass. Relax, you catty bitch. Go do it, Chunky. You hang up on me? No, I'm still here. Oh. You big, dumpy, heavy, obese, plumpy, jelly belly, oversized piece of shit. Now I'm hanging up. Hey! She hung up on me. That bitch. That hot bitch. I'd have sex with her one day. Or at least I'd try a couple times. Well, a couple more times. Well, there goes my amazing weekend. I'm going to have to put all my effort into finding Jimmy John. This could take a while. I know the captain is still trying to find him. After Jimmy gone fucked up and stole a cop car and egged the captain's house... So Jimmy John wouldn't be at his apartment. I quickly got dressed and walked out of my motel room. It was a nice and sunny morning. The kind of morning that makes you want to go back inside and masturbate so you don't have to do it in the middle of the day. 
because you don't want to be there with any distractions. You enjoying the entire day in one sitting. So that's exactly what I did. I went inside, masturbated on the wall because I missed the trash can and then left. Okay, Jimmy, Jimmy Jones, hmm, where would you be hiding? Hmm. I sat on the hood of my car for a moment, thinking, where could he be? What would Jimmy Jong be up to? Then I saw it. A bird. A tiny little bluebird the size of a broken pocket wrench. The thing was so beautiful. It carried a twig in its mouth. It must have a nest. That's cute. I haven't seen a baby bird since I visited the pet store two Tuesdays ago because I needed to use a hedgehog to open all of my unopened letters. I use their quills rather than a letter opener because I feel it gives a hedgehog purpose. More purpose than just being a little cute hedgehog pet for some bratty kid. I wanted to see it. I wanted to see its nest. I wanted to see the cute little baby bluebirds. I hopped in my car and took off down the road after that bird. Six hours later, I was in the country and completely lost. I wasn't following the bird anymore. That thing lost me four hours ago. I was trying to get back home to my motel room, but all I could find were more roads and more dirt roads. And after all that, my car was running out of gas. I tried to fill my car with some leftover Gatorade because of the electrolytes. It turns out that was stupid. I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> now my car is dying and I'm thirsty for some glacier freeze. My car died on a gravel road. I climbed out. Well, this is just great. Stuck here in the middle of nowhere. And I'm starving. I wanted pie. I bet one of those farmhouses around here had a pie on a windowsill, just cooling, you know, cooling, waiting for me to eat it. I loved pie. It was the next best thing after boobies. And boy, were those things close. Sometimes I feel like pies are better, better than boobies. Like right now. But that's probably because I'm hungry. No cars passed, so I headed to the closest farmhouse. I walked around the house, checking each windowsill for pie. Nothing. This is bullshit! When I made it all the way around to the front door, it opened. Uh, can I help you? My car's broken and my wife's a whore! And? And I'm hungry. I think I may die. My best friend George died of starvation when I was 12. I don't want to suffer like he did. He didn't have no food. He had plenty of it, but he got bit by a rattlesnake and then fell on the ground in pain. I went to go get help, but then I forgot, and he died. Well, it sounds like your friend was killed by rattlesnake poison. Really? You think that's what killed him? Not starvation? Well, that's exactly what I think. In that short story you just told me, nothing would lead me to suspect he died of hunger. But you specifically said that he was bitten by a rattlesnake, and if that's the yeah, case... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Screw George. Do you have some pie? I have plenty of it. Wait, wait, how'd you know? You been spying on me? Give me some now, woman. I mean, may I have some so I don't wind up like George? Oh, you mean bitten by a rattlesnake. Stop trying to confuse me. I want pie, woman. And how can I trust you? I'm a cop. I flashed her my badge. Then I tipped my dick just to see if she was into that kind of thing. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I, I don't need, I don't need to see that. No, I don't. Okay, I'll put my badge away. 
and your dick. All right, you're not into that. I can dig it. Well, come on in. Sweet. I ran up the stairs and pushed past the window. Ow! Jesus. Like a fat kid in a candy store. Where's the pie? Is it on the windowsill? There's one still in the oven. Ow! But don't touch it. My fingers are burning and they hurt. Give me your hand. Oh, bless your heart. The oven's hot, sweetie. You can't just reach in there. She wet a towel and wrapped my red fingers. What's your name? Paul Schaefer. No, wait. Went. My name is Paul Went. I always forget that shit. My name is Bethany Schrock. This is your place? It is now. I moved here about a year ago. It was a way of getting away. Away from what? Away from a different type of living. I used to be Amish. Oh, okay. I'm Christian, and I'm thinking about converting to Judaism. They have more wooden toys. It's great. No. Amish. Irish? Amish. You ain't never heard of the Amish people? Are they from Trinidad? No, you're all over the map with this one. The Amish are a type of Christian people who live in their own communities. I used to live in such a community in Pennsylvania. I lived there with many brothers and sisters. We didn't have electricity, and we didn't have automobiles. We had real horsepower. Actual horses, I mean. That's interesting. What kind of video games did you play? No, we didn't play video games. We didn't have electronics. We played with sticks, cows, sometimes kicked the can. Yeah, but you had Nintendo, right? No. You ever played Mortal Kombat 2? No. What about Super Mario Sunshine? No, no electronics, no electricity. What, what am I, speaking a different language here? I hope not. I only know English. And even that I have trouble with from time to time. <laughs> I can see that. You can see what? A bluebird? Is that bluebird? Huh? What? A bluebird? What the hell are you talking about, boy? If you didn't have electronics, how did you live? It was tough. Questioning the way we lived caused a falling out with my parents. Ended up running away and living on my own. I lived in many cities, took up small jobs just to make ends meet, and sometimes the middle meet. <laughs> I hitchhiked all over until I met a man, the love of my life. And then he died. He died a horrible death. Not to be rude, but I'm going to need to eat some pie soon. Or do I have to listen to your whole sad story before I even get one goddamn sliver? Really? I can eat pie while I listen. Here. She handed me a plate with a slice of peach pie. Did this cool on a windowsill? Nope, afraid not. Oh, man. Fine, then. Don't eat it. No, I will. I will. Give, give it back, woman. I snatched the plate back and licked the entire pie slice. That way she wouldn't want it back. I learned that tactic in the force. Or was it preschool? Oh, hell, I can't remember. Can I get back to my story? Yep. My husband died a horrible death. Uh, he was mixed in with some bad business. A uh, business he never told me about, of course. Apparently, he messed with the wrong people and they messed back. And when he died, I inherited everything. Condo in New York, condo in L.A., and this farmhouse. So, I decided to sell the condos and keep the farmhouse. It was a way for me to get back to my roots, uh, even if I don't do everything the Amish way. Hens the oven. There's hens in the oven? I'll eat them. No, there's not. Just another pie. Uh, you know, I've thought about going back and talking to my family. It's hard living here all on my own. Plus, I miss them. Can I get another piece of pie? I like your story, but it gets boring when I'm not eating. Here you go. So, what's your story? Simple. My car broke down. My wife sleeps with men all the time. And my best friend is missing. Oh, oh. And I saw Bluebird today. 
but then I lost it. It was in the sky and I lost it. Oh, bummer about your wife. So, your car is broken? It's just out of gas. I have some containers of gas here for the tractors. You can borrow some if you need to. I like this girl. She had a big old booty and she can make a hell of a pie. I don't know about the whole Amish thing, but hey, I don't really play Nintendo games anyway. PlayStation for life, y'all. But I wonder if you wouldn't mind helping me out a bit here before you go. Can I eat pie the whole time? If you wish. I decided to stay a while and help this lady out. She handed me a t-shirt and some overalls, and I went to work. She needed help moving a few bags of rice from her basement to the shed. <sighs> there you go. Oh, thank you. I filled my gas tank, but then I decided to stay a little longer. She needed more help. I could help. Days became weeks. Weeks became months. I milked cows, shot quail, churned butter, mulched her driveway, chopped down trees, rounded sheep, and cultivated crops. Things got even more interesting when the local Indian tribe attacked one night during a thunderstorm. Things got crazy. Arrows flew. We barely made it through the night. The storms passed and Indians left. And Bethany and I made sweet love on the porch. I was full-blown cowboy. We did it doggy style all over the banister. And then I lifted her leg to get the praying mantis going. We were about to flip into the frothy chicken when she started saying my name. Hell yeah! Paul. Mmm, Paul. Mmm, Paul. Paul. Paul! What? What? I woke up on her porch. What's going on? What happened? You helped me move some bags of rice, and then you said they were really heavy, so you were going to rest. But then you ended up falling asleep on the porch for 14 hours. What? It's only Saturday. Yes. Were there Indians? No, it was probably a dream. Did we bang? You were definitely dreaming. I slowly unzipped my pants to flash my dick. Oh, no. No, thank you. No, thank you. One of these days, flashing my tip is gonna work. I better go. I think that's a good idea. As I started walking away back to my car, I turned around to see Bethany on her porch waving to me. She then lifted her skirt. She flashed me a bit of her cooch and I nearly lost it. She smiled and headed inside. I'd be seeing her again. I'll pray Mantis her till the sun comes out and then some more boning till the sun goes down again. <laughs> but right now I need to find Jimmy John. I made it to the precinct. I needed Arthur's help to find Jimmy Jong. Since Jimmy Jong and Arthur were besties now, Arthur may know where he is. Ho ho! What brings the mighty Paulie Shore down here on this three-day weekend? It's Jimmy Jong. Big Jimbo? What about him? He's missing. Yeah, he's on the run. Remember when he stole that cop car, got that kid drunk and threw eggs at the captain's house? <laughs> what an idiot he was. Yeah, I remember when he was an idiot. Do you know where he is? How the hell should I know? Because you guys are besties now. That's true. We are for sure besties. But I don't know where he is. He's on the lamb. Oh, so you do know where he is. Where is this lamb? And what is Jimmy Jong doing on top of it? Is it a sexual thing? Wait, I thought you were the one who fucks lambs. Not with a bee. I know the difference between a lamb and a bee. Just tell me where he is. I mean, he's running from the captain. I don't know where he is, and I don't fuck lambs. That's right. You just fuck dolls. Come on, Paulie. You know she has a name. King Arthur, I think something bad may have happened to Jimmy Jones. 
Good. I mean, uh, oh no? He's been missing for a few days now. He probably just doesn't want to be seen by the captain. He's probably hiding in a ditch or under a bridge like a little disgusting troll. Arthur, you have that info on the Madison case? We need it ASAP. Detectives Gary and Sinise walked up to us. Paul, what are you doing here on your day off? I can't tell you. You can't tell me or you don't want to tell me. Don't try to confuse me with a bunch of questions. I just asked you to... I need Arthur's help on... Oh, man, you almost got me to answer. Gary's not trying to trick you into answering. It's just a normal question. Don't even, Sinise. I know you guys and your mind games. Are they trying mind games right now? Yes. Gary just asked a normal question. I know what you're trying to do, Sinise. Reverse psychology. I won't have it. Watch this. Hey, Gary. Yeah? Want to know why I'm here on my day off? Not really. Not anymore. I'm not telling. Ha! Good one. Okay, enough, guys. We really only need to talk to Arthur anyway. Oh, no. You ain't gonna trick me. I'm not telling why Paulie's here on his day off. That's not what we need to know. Okay, then maybe I'll tell you. But we don't care. Well, look, now they're trying to act uninterested, so we tell them. No. No. We are genuinely uninterested. You guys are good. Arthur, cover your ears. That way they can't mind trick you. Sons of bitches. Is that how they do it? Through the ears? I don't know, but probably. King Arthur and I crouched down, covered our ears, and closed our eyes. We waited for a good ten minutes, but Gary and Sinise stayed put. <sighs> Are you guys done? We really need that info, Arthur. Should I uh, answer them, Paulie? As long as it's not about me. It's not. Jesus. King Arthur and I stood and slowly uncovered our ears. The documents are on my desk. What Madison case are you talking about? The bombing that happened at the department store? There was another bombing. They think it's the same person who bombed the post office last week. A serial bomber? Oh, shit. You mean I have to watch out when I eat kicks? No, not that type of cereal. The only thing you should be watching out for is your life. I don't eat live cereal. I don't like the little squares. Unless it's part of a necklace. Well, of course. No. Forget it, Gary. Can we grab the files, Arthur? Take them. Thanks. You guys have any clues about who's doing it? No, but his targets are getting bigger and bigger. Right now, we are just going through some witness reports about this mad bomber. Is that his code name? As of right now, although we may come up with something a little more clever. You guys just hate the name because I came up with it. You named him after the Mad Hatter from Batman. So? All you did was change Hatter to Bomber. Yeah, but he's mad and a villain. I like it. It's smart. You guys don't get it. But you're essentially just picking a name and switching one word out. It doesn't even rhyme. You could literally change Mad Hatter to anything. Why would we change it to anything? He's a bomber. Mad Bomber makes sense. So stupid. You're stupid. Oh, you We ended up getting into a fistfight until the captain broke it off and made us apologize to one another. Sorry. 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 Stupid. Another fistfight broke out, and the captain made Arthur and I leave. Now what do we do? We search for Jimmy Jones.
Since King Arthur and Jimmy John were besties, I asked Arthur where would be the best areas to search for Jimmy. What were his favorite hangouts? We checked the 4th Street Pizza Parlor, the bowling alley, a donut shop, a fair, and Arthur's apartment. These seem more like Arthur's favorite hangouts, but Arthur said they were Jimmy John's too. Hours pass and no sign of them. This isn't working, let's... Hey, it's a red bird! We followed a red bird for a while. Got lost in the country. Ran out of gas. I introduced Arthur to Bethany. We ate pie. We helped Bethany move some bags of grain. And then Arthur and I took a 14-hour nap. On Sunday, we filled up the car and headed back into the city. We decided to try Jimmy's office. It was Sunday. We were surprised that the door was open, but we headed up anyway. Hey, cat-loving bitch, you better not be hiding with an axe. Should I have my gun out? We reached the top of the steps and saw Edith standing by her desk. She held something behind her back. Oh, it's just Tubby and the doll fucker. Come on, guys. Seriously, she has a name. What's that behind your back? Looks like an axe. It's a pen. Oh, it's just a pen. She put the big, shiny, sharp pen back in her desk. What are you idiots doing here? Looking for Jimmy John? I found out where he is. Where? She held up a piece of paper. I thought he gave up on the shitty case, but I guess not. Found the address under a stack of papers on his desk. I drove the three of us down Sunrise Boulevard. We reached a mansion with a bunch of dead trees in the front yard. We got out and headed up the steps. I knocked. Do one more for Tony Orlando. No one answered for a while. I was getting bored. Then I saw a yellow bird fly overhead. Hey, look! Oh, no time. Some bald man answered. Can I help you? We're looking for... And then we saw him. Jimmy John walked by in a suit. Mr. J. He stopped walking. What the? What are you guys doing here? Atlas Avenue Beat, written by Robert M. Lamb, edited by Dylan Whitehead, starring Jack Austin as Locke, Amy LeRae as Edith, Jose Caraballo as Paul, Brian Messick as Arthur, Gina Coyle as Julianne, Lucas Webley as Sheldrake and Dr. Doctor, and Stacy Patrone as Jane. Co-starring Mallory Presley, Michael Mola. Chris Butera, Nicole Green, Brett Wilkins, Jerry Swindle, 
Ashley Cartesano, Danielle Abernecka, Nick Engelhard, Reed Kreiner, Anthony Grimm, Robert M. Lamb, and Zane Sexton. Music provided by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com. If you enjoy this podcast, don't forget to rate and review. Also, check out www.7lamb.com for other podcasts such as this one. You can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash 7lambpodcasts and on Twitter and Instagram at 7lambpodcasts. This has been a Seven Lamb production. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.